When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I talk to good friend, Dr. Daniel Amen, who has helped millions of people change their brains and their lives. He's the founder of the Amen Clinics with 10 locations across the United States, a 12 times New York Times bestselling author and the co-host of the Brain Warriors Way podcast, which he creates with his wife, Tana. Dr. Amen believes we can end mental health illness by creating a revolution in brain health. And he regularly speaks to businesses, organizations and churches about how to have a better brain life and a better life. We are going to talk today about his new book, You Happier, The Seven Neuroscience Secrets of Feeling Good Based on Your Brain Type. He reveals that the secrets to generating genuine happiness, regardless of your age, upbringing, genetics, or current situation. So for example, we talk about things like how to discover your brain type based on your personality and create happiness strategies best suited to you. So things like improving your overall brain health to consistently enhance your mood, protecting your happiness by distancing yourself from the noise in your head, and make seven simple decisions and ask seven daily questions to enhance your happiness. Dr. Amen also shares how to be 20% happier in just 30 days. And just before we begin, if you want to listen to exclusive podcasts ad-free, then subscribe to my Patreon account. And there's also bonus episodes and live Q&As, and the link and details will be in the show notes. And as I always say, this podcast is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. And if you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And now, on to today's podcast. Before we dive into today's podcast, I want to tell you about an exciting new project, one many of you have been asking for, which is now open for enrollment, my NeuroCycle Certified Facilitator Program. This program is a four-day in-person training with me where you'll learn the fundamentals of my theory and the NeuroCycle so you can use these strategies with your clients and to elevate your coaching business or private practice. Our first training is August 3rd through 6th and takes place in Dallas, Texas. When you become a certified facilitator, you'll join our exclusive directory, which goes out to hundreds of thousands of people looking for extra help with their mental health. This means that finding clients will become even easier and you'll become part of our private network of facilitators where you can meet and connect with like-minded individuals, get help and have access to many great resources. Spots are extremely limited and already filling up. So if you're interested, just go to neurocycleinstitute.com for more details and to register for our first training. And for just a few days, we are offering 25% off. Just use the code INORG25. 
That's I-N-A-U-G-25. The link and details will be in the show notes. Dr. Daniel Amin, what a pleasure it is to see you again. Not only are you a great friend, but you're an amazing, amazing at what you do. And you've just written another fantastic book. So congratulations. You happier. I love that. I love the title. I love the color. Seven, the seven neuroscience secrets of feeling good based on your brain type. I'm excited to dive in and talk more about it. Welcome. And how are you? Well, it makes me happy to see you. And I'm great. And, you know, we're at a historic time of unhappiness around the world, the pandemic, the social unrest, the political divide, the war in Ukraine, and a lot of people are unhappy. But there's a science to be happy, a neuroscience to be happy. Actually, very few people know about, even though there are a lot of books on happiness, very few, if any, that I know about actually talk about the organ of happiness, which is your brain, and everybody's got a different brain. So it's important to know what makes your brain happy as opposed to a prescription that would work for everyone. I like that. You know, with the self-help industry can be so toxic because there's sort of these prescriptive cookie cutter things, do this and you'll be happy or do this and you'll, you know, and it's not like that. I mean, it's that uniqueness of the human brain and the human mind is so vital and you capture that. And you did a very fascinating research study over COVID where you had 35,000, I think 35,000 people that took part. You did, a, you did a questionnaire and you did the Oxford, I think it was the Oxford test for happiness that you applied. And you, and yeah, a 30-day challenge and you did the Oxford happiness questionnaire and you found some really interesting stuff. So I'd love to hear about that study and what you found because I assume that that's what really motivated you to write this book. Well, you know, the motivation was Americans are the unhappiest they've been since the Great Depression. I saw that in your book, too. That's incredibly fascinating. Early on in the pandemic, I lost my dad. I had to close my Manhattan clinic for a month. I had a young employee end up on a ventilator for 10 weeks. And I'm like, so what do people need now from me? <laughs> they need to know how to manage their minds. And then, you know, after I finished the book, and the book is really centered around these seven neuroscience secrets that people aren't talking about, I decided to do a 30-day challenge. So I created 30 short videos on these seven big ideas, and we had 32,000 people sign up. And for the ones that finished it, their happiness went up 30%. So we gave them the Oxford Happiness Questionnaire before and after. And the stories of transformation were just amazing. And, you know, the idea that happiness isn't the same for everyone, what makes one person happy, jumping out of an airplane, may make someone else completely miserable. And knowing your tendencies, knowing your type, really helps you understand what makes you happy. Like the cautious personality does really well in a safe, secure, relaxing environment. That's like the perfect vacation for them. But for the spontaneous type, it bores them to tears and they need to be jumping out of an airplane on a zip zip line 
haul a helicopter scheme. They need dopamine. And so understanding your brain and your different need for certain neurotransmitters is so helpful. And it's fun because you can know the brain type of your partner. And a lot of the reasons people don't get along well is they just have different brains. And so understanding your brain, the brain of your partner, the brain of your kids can help you create a family that's happier. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us will drop anything to go and help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? One of my resolutions for 2022 is to treat myself like I would my best friend. And one way I'm going to do this is to spend more time doing those things that make and bring me joy, such as walking my two puppies or reading novels in the bath. Therapy is another great way we can take care of ourselves. Indeed, you don't have to be in a crisis mode to benefit from therapy. Therapy can provide preventative and protective strategies so that when things do get tough, you'll know what to do. It's one of the best gifts you can give yourself. And this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. Cleaning up the mental mess listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash drleaf. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. That's such a lovely novel way of looking at that. And you said that there's, you based on this, you got the seven neuroscience secrets and you mentioned that. So I know immediately everyone's ears peaked up and thought, okay, what are they? <laughs> Tell us these never. The seven neuroscience secrets of feeling good that people don't realize because you're calling them a secret. And you also say at the back of your book, I just want to say this here, Dr. Daniel Amin reveals the secrets to generating genuine happiness. And I wanted to emphasize the word genuine because there's so much emphasis on the external happiness and, you know, what is the difference? So we could touch on that. So in the seven secrets, and then let's talk a little bit about genuine happiness. So the first secret is happiness is different for everyone. So don't write one prescription. Know your brain type and know what makes you uniquely happy. And each of the secrets has a question. And the question is, am I doing something today that makes me uniquely happy? And getting to hang out with you, well, that makes me happy. Two is optimize the physical functioning of your brain. Because when your brain is healthy, you tend to be happier. And when your brain is not healthy for whatever reason, you tend to be sadder. So it could be mold or it could be Lyme or it could be a head injury. I did a study for this book on 500 consecutive new patients to Amen Clinics. And we gave them the Oxford Happiness Questionnaire, and then we looked at their brain. And the people who were the happiest had the healthiest function in their prefrontal cortex. It was very clear. The people who were the unhappiest had decreased or sleepy activity in the prefrontal cortex. And so 
There's all sorts of strategies on how to get a healthy brain. And the question is, as I go to do something in my day, is this good for my brain or bad for it? And if you can answer that question with information and love, you're going to be happier. The third strategy is supplement your brain. And because there are certain supplements associated with happiness. And my favorite three are saffron, 24 randomized controlled trials showing it's equally effective to antidepressants to increase happiness, curcumins, and zinc. All of them show they have mood-enhancing properties. And in fact, I created a product called Happy Saffron. And for people who pre-order the book or order it in the first week or two, we'll actually send them a free bottle of Happy Saffron. And so the question is, am I supplementing my brain each day? And four is, do you love food that loves you back? Because your diet is totally related to happiness. And so many happiness books, they don't talk anything about food, but food is critical. There is a linear correlation between the number of fruits and vegetables you eat a day and your level of happiness. And in the beginning of the book, I actually talk about the lies. Yeah, that's I wanted to ask you those. Yeah, I like that. I like those too. And one of the lies is more of something will make you happy. More sex, more money, more food. No, they make you unhappy, actually, because you're on a constant, never-ending wheel to get more that wears out the pleasure centers in your brain. Open happiness. So the food companies in America are basically stealing your happiness. So Coca-Cola's slogan, open happiness, it's a lie. It's open illness, it's open diabetes, it's open heart disease, it's open obesity, it's opening depression, or Happy Meals. There's nothing happy about Happy Meals because the bad food, the low-quality food, increases the risk of depression. There are many studies that show that processed foods increase mental health problems. Another lie of happiness is money will make you happy. You know, it's true up to about $75,000. And then the relationship between money and happiness completely goes away because more isn't better. Now, if, if you're homeless, you're clearly unhappy, right? There's unhappy if you can't pay your bills. But at a certain level, more isn't going to make you happier. And probably the worst one is from the Grammy-winning song by Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. People who have that mindset have low levels of anxiety, and they actually die early from accidents and preventable illnesses. So when it comes to anxiety, you want to have the proper dose of anxiety. You want to have enough anxiety. You don't have the third brownie or you're not driving at 125 miles an hour down the freeway, or you're married and you decide to give your phone number to a cute person, you want to have enough anxiety where you stop yourself from doing things that ultimately create misery. That's where you've got to have that balance. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll love secret number five, master your mind and gain psychological distance 
from the noise in your head. I teach people to kill the ants, the automatic negative thoughts. But new for this book is a strategy I learned from Stephen Hayes about giving your mind a name. So this is you can actually create psychological distance by not having to listen to the chatter in your head, to actually step back and watch it sort of like you're watching the ocean or watching the clouds or watching the weather. And so it's not the thoughts you have that make you suffer. It's the thoughts you attach to that make you suffer. And so the first four secrets are really biological secrets. And I always think of people in four big circles, what's your biology, what's your psychology. So that's number five. Number six is notice what you like about other people more than what you don't. It's the social circle. If you want to be happy, you have to give happiness away. I know exactly how to make Tana yell at me. I know how to make her angry. I know how to make her depressed. I know how to make her miserable. But I don't do any of those things because I adore her. And if I want to be happy, helping her be happy totally helps decrease my stress and decreases and increases my sense of happiness. And then seven is really the spiritual circle. Why the heck do you care? What is your deepest sense of meaning and purpose? And so the question is, does it fit? But you have to know what you want. And so many people, they have no idea what they want. And so I have an exercise on values, another one on purpose. And my favorite exercise is called the one-page miracle on one piece of paper. Write down what you want. And then you ask yourself every day, is my behavior getting me what I want in my relationships, in my work, in my for my money, for my physical health, for my mental health, for my soul. Does it fit? And rather than someone telling you what you should do, nobody likes that. It's, does it fit with what I want? Like, I want a kind, caring, loving, supportive, passionate relationship with my wife. Well, does it fit? Does my behavior fit? And then you ask yourself for all of the goals you have. What are three or five things I can do to get that? And what are three or five things I can do that won't get me that? And if I'm a rational human being, I'm focused on what gets me what I want. Listening to you, I say, wow. And then I immediately think, you put it in that order, but I want to like tip the order and say number seven is number one because I mean that's like the spiritual thing is your driving force, that mind, those three, the others are I know so important, but those three are my favorite of the three that you've described because it's so it's so much about being human, isn't it, Daniel? It's so much about being, you know, the real meaningfulness of, of that, you know, the deep meaningful connections. I really love the, the thing of, you know, you want that deep passionate relationship that is going to make both you and Tana happy. That requires you looking at what am I doing to actually achieve that. And then that leads to the happiness. So that's really, very, very, that really, really appeals to me, that whole concept of, of considering the other. And, and that, I agree with you, is such a, and people talk about happiness in the wellness industry, and it's all about what can I get. It's so externally driven. It's so, so much so self-preoccupation driven. 
But the hugest part is what we're doing for other people. I'm sure you've heard of um, the quantum physicist, Christopher Fuchs, who talks about, it's not about you, it's about you in the world. One of my favorite quotes, I quote him all the time. And that's kind of what you're saying. You know, it's about you in the world, the impact of you in the world. You, you, quote, a, you quote someone at the beginning. You said this is a video that you get by Dennis Prager that you get all of your patients to watch. Why be happy? Why be Can you happy? talk about why? I just loved the quote that you put in your book. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it or just talk it through? I just think it's oh, fantastic. No, I love this so much. Then, you know, I grew up Roman Catholic and this idea was nowhere to be found that happiness is a moral obligation. His video is like five minutes long. Why be happy? So people can Google that. And it's like, so why is it a moral obligation? Because of how you impact other people. And he says, I guarantee you, if you ask anyone who was raised by an unhappy parent or married to an unhappy spouse, or raising an unhappy child, whether or not happiness is an ethical issue, I guarantee you the answer will be yes. And it's sort of like bad breath and the impact that has on everybody around you because we influence others by our energy, by our words, by our actions, and by our moods. And so it is not selfish to seek happiness. It's actually altruistic. And I just love that idea. Now, hedonism is the enemy of happiness because it wears out the pleasure centers in your brain. And then you end up needing more and more to be able to feel anything at all. And I've been blessed to be able to be Justin Bieber's doctor and Miley Cyrus's doctor. And Will Smith has a new autobiography out. And he just described it perfectly that another one, another international best-selling movie, you know, record-setting movie, it just didn't make him happy anymore. I mean, the first couple of them, it was thrilling. And then, not so much. And you see why these young superstars end up with drugs, because they wore out their pleasure centers, and they ended up very depressed. And so I love working with my young stars and teaching them how to create brain-healthy lives. And we start, like Miley and I talk about, you know, so how long do you want to do this? Do you want to do it for a year? Or do you want to be like your godmother, Dolly Parton, who's done it literally for 70 years? What do you want? And what gets you to the path that you want? Not that I want for you. I mean, I always want them to choose the brain-healthy path. But you know, ultimately, it's getting them attached to their brain, to their purpose, to their own values and goals. And it's just thrilling for, for me to see their growth. I love this concept, Daniel. I love the way you've explained that the pleasure centers literally wear out. And, you know, this is a common thing you work with 
as you said, a lot of celebrities and you work with so many people and as have I done in, the, in my career too. And this is such a common thing that we look at that external thing of what we think happiness is, but too much of a good thing isn't a good thing. You know, and there's so many stars. I was talking to someone else the other day who's really, 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 really famous as well. And we were just chatting and it was about this exact thing that I, I don't need to do any more of this. It's actually making me unhappy. It was the exact thing that you actually said. I thought, well, that's, you know, as I heard you saying, and I thought, this is so true, because this is not what the world is teaching us. There's the hustle mentality of, you know, get more, get more, work harder, work harder, it's going to make you happier. It's making people so unhappy. You know, it's not the hustle mentality is not where you're going to get it. It's, it's actually re-looking at all those things that you've spoken about, you know, looking at that deep spiritual purpose and how you're managing your mind and, you know, the values. I love that. I love that approach. I love this Daniel Prager thing about looking at, you know, what, what really does count and reaching out to others. It's, it is a different view of happiness that's much needed in this time. Well, and so many people think this is such an awful time. And yet, at the beginning of the pandemic, one of my friends sent me a quote from C.S. Lewis. And he wrote a piece on the atomic bomb in 1948. And if you just replaced COVID-19 with the atomic bomb, it completely fit. He's like, why are you upset that the scientists have figured out yet another way to kill you when you were already condemned to die? And most of us are going to die in quite unpleasant ways. And oh, by the way, you could have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London virtually every year. Or you could have lived in a Viking age when raiders from Scandinavia might land and slit your throat any night. So he said, if the virus comes, let it find us doing sensible and human things. Feeding the children, playing tennis, praying. And he said, having a pint with your friends, I'd probably get rid of the pint with your friends. But, you know, playing cards with your friends would be awesome. And there are so many good things that happen every day in the world, but it's not newsworthy because it won't scare people and there won't get eyeballs. The news is no longer the news. The news is a mechanism for eyeballs for marketers. And good news doesn't do that. It's scary news. So you watch the news. It's breaking news. Like every four seconds is breaking news. And they said the same thing they said 12 hours ago. Exactly. And it's the 17th so same way. <laughs> it's important to turn it off. You know, spend 10, 15 minutes a day with the news and then let it go. And don't do it the first thing you wake up. Because people who watch the news in the morning are 27% less happy. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. Wow. I didn't know that. 27% less happy. I mean, that's a big percentage. It's only 30% of, you know, what your day is going to be like, which is huge impact. Gosh, Daniel, what about how just in, there's so many things, directions we can go, but what has the happiness industry, because there really is a happiness industry out there. We both know that. What have they done wrong? Because it's definitely not helping. I mean, that's a massive question, but, you know, I know, and that's why you've written this book to address that. So, you know, that's a, a loaded question, but I'd love to hear your opinion. Well, they ignore the brain. And in my mind, I always think brain first. And, and that's why, because I had thought about putting seven, one, 
right? Start with your why. Start with what you want. But what's really unique for this book is know your brain and then get your brain right. Though it's so important that we're now at over 200,000 spec scans that we've done on patients from 150 countries. And it just teaches me over and over, get your brain right and your mind will follow. So if you just think of it in a computer analogy, you got to get the hardware right before you get the software right. If you don't have proper working hardware, you can't program a computer. So brain first and then help your mind, your relationships and your purpose. I think that's the big thing they miss. And, you know, most psychiatrists, and you know this, they never look at the brain. And if you never look at the brain, how do you know? Is it healthy? Is it not healthy? Is it working too hard or not hard enough? And when people see their brains, they begin to care about it. And then you can target treatment to them. You know, you've heard it said of pictures worth a thousand words, but a map is worth a thousand pictures. A map tells you where you are and gives you direction on how to get to where you want to go. And so if we really want to help people be happy, we have to map their brain, optimize that, and then program it properly. And they start with programming without dealing with the hardware at all virtually. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with a direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. The link and details will be in the show notes. And what you're also saying about psychiatrists is that they a lot and a lot in the mental health profession is not only missing the brain, but also missing the root cause of which comes to the whole spirituality and mind aspect too. So you can't, you know, there's like in between, look at the look at the symptoms, treat the symptom. That's not going to help a person. You have to go a lot deeper than what, what is happening. And, you know, that brings me to another question that just sort of maybe not a wrap-up question because I'd love to, I want to ask you something else as well, but they're just about to release the DSM-5, as you know, in March. And it makes me even more concerned because now there's a whole bunch more things that can be labeled as making you unhappy, constantly giving people these labels about what's wrong with them can't be contributing to our happiness. I mean, what would you, what is your take on that? You know, I'm not a fan of the DSM. The DSM was actually never written to be the truth. It was written to be a document to help professionals talk to each other and do research. The diagnosis of depression is exactly like the diagnosis of chest pain. And nobody gets a diagnosis of chest pain. Why? Because it doesn't tell you what's causing it, and it doesn't tell you what to do for it. 
but the DSM has been bastardized. So if you get a diagnosis of depression, you now get put on an SSRI that the doctor may tell you you have to take for the rest of your life. And I'm like, well, how do you know what's causing the depression? Is it their thyroid? Is it a head injury? Is it mold exposure? Do they have an infection? COVID, for example, dramatic rise in mental health stuff. And I have hundreds of COVID scans. And it's not good news. COVID tends to fire up your emotional brain. But the idea that depression is a singular entity with a singular treatment is ridiculous when when you look at it. And mostly the DSM is a brainless document that there's no no neuroscience in the DSM. And how can you have a medical specialty without an underlying physiology, without underlying biology? It's ridiculous. And people call me crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. We need to break this paradigm. I remember when I first started looking at scans, I I hated the term mental illness. I've always hated the term mental illness because it shames people. It's stigmatizing and it's wrong. These are brain health issues that steal people's minds. And when I was seeing Justin, I'm in his docuseries Seasons, he came into my office and he said, I think I get what you're trying to teach me. My brain is an organ, like my heart is an organ. If you told me I had heart problems, I'd do everything you said. So I'm going to do everything you say. And as he took care of his brain, he got better. So let's stop calling these things mental illness. And my mission in life is to end mental illness by creating a revolution in brain health. This is critical. So if we can come up with a different paradigm, everybody wants a better brain. Nobody wants to be called mental. No. Not at all. I agree with you. It's awful. It's it's certainly stealing from happiness. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for your work in the field. And and I was very honored to write one of your endorsements. And one of the things I always say is that you have a passionate and ongoing desire to actually fulfill that mission of helping people to really understand what it means to be human and how to manage the challenges that we face in a much more efficient way. And, you know, that's something that I've always admired about you. And Thank you for writing this book. And where can people get hold of you and your book? So if they go to youhappier.com, so they can pre-order the book anywhere, Amazon, Target, Walmart, wherever they get their books. But if they go to youhappier.com, youhappier.com, and give us their receipt, we'll send them four free gifts. We'll give them a bottle of Happy Saffron, our 30-day happiness challenge, the workbook, and Tana wrote a new cookbook called You Happier, Recipes for Your Brain Type that is very special. And they can learn about our work at amenclinics.com. We'll put all those links in the show notes. And thank you once again for your wisdom and sharing this incredible knowledge. Carolyn, so great to see you. I love talking to you. I always enjoy it so much. So thank you so much. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter 
where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.